0: Hallelujah, hallelujah. Keep on getting better. Hallelujah,
1: better. hallelujah. Oh, the morning I'll say you Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. say
0: you Thank you
1: Jesus.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sea scripture says he is worthy to be praised. I'm thankful for him today. I'm thankful for how good God is. Amen. He is good all the time. Praise God. He's good all the time. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Oh, thank you,
1: Jesus.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to. Talk to somebody today that feels like you're at the end and you don't know what else to do. That your situation, things you've prayed for, stuff that's out of your hand, it's causing you great stress and anxiety. But I, I want to tell you something. It's at the end where we find our beginning. Mm-hmm. It's when we get to the end of ourself that we begin to trust God more and more. When we get to the end of all of our excuses and all of our ways and all of our devices, when we finally come to the end of ourself, that's where we find out what Jesus can do. Hello. Sometimes we get in a place where there's nothing that you and I, that humanly possible, that can change what's going on but then Jesus. Yeah. When you can have faith in him, things can change. It doesn't have to stay that way. I, I've been preaching to this congregation for weeks now about trusting God and believing God and having faith in God and and I feel like that we do have faith in God, but I feel like we have comforted ourselves in our portion of faith and it has stopped us from pushing ourselves into greater faith. Yeah. I heard a man just preaching the other day, he said, add to your faith. That's scripture. You think, well, I got faith, I don't need nothing else to go with it. Sometimes we need to add to our faith. I believe that there's a people of God rising up in this last day that no matter how bad their situation is, they're going to be able to call on the name of Jesus. And they're going to see the miraculous right in front of them. I believe when Jesus said these signs will follow them that believe that they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. I believe it, it, it's not going to be we prayed for them and eight days later they get better but we're going to start laying hands on people and they're going to recover. Well, I, I believe it. I believe it's about time we get some water walking faith going on. Hello. How many times you ever walked out to a lake or to an ocean or to your pool and said, I'm just gonna go walk across the pool. It's cause we don't have that kind of faith, do we? Let me tell you, well, and maybe there's no need for it to walk on water again. But let me tell you that there's got to be a faith that where we realize that something that is seemingly impossible becomes possible because of my faith in God. The scripture said, All things are possible to him that believes. You know what? I'm tired of settling back for less than all things. You know, we know God's good. and We know God's around. And sometimes we just say, well, it is what it is. And maybe sometimes it is. But I'm tired of sitting on that. I'm tired of laying back on that and just saying, well, it's just enough for me to know that Jesus is in the world. I want to see His power and His glory. I'm trying to get a few people to go along with me. I'm trying to get a few people that will say, you know what? I'm just going to believe God like they did in the scripture. I'm I'm just going to believe God that we're going to start seeing blinded eyes open and we're going to start seeing miracles and signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. Mm. How can we find comfort in the scriptures if we can't believe they apply to us how can I say oh well, the word of God is, is so wonderful if I don't believe it applies to me uh, that I believe that well those scriptures have dried up and died they're, they're not available anymore but the bible says that, uh, that with faith nothing shall be impossible Well, there's things that I'll never do but there's nothing that God can't do and it might get out of my hand, but it'll never get out of his hand. God will always be in control of it. And I just believe that the Bible says that the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. And his ears are open to their prayers. I believe God's listening to his people. But he wants to know, do you really believe what you're saying? I had an uncle that used to say when people would talk things and they was just running in their mouth, he'd say, I heard the wind blow before. I don't want to be praying and the Lord say, well, I've heard the wind blow before. I want him to know that I am desperate to see a change. That I am desperate to see a move. That I am desperate to see people healed, delivered, set free, lives changed. I want to see the miraculous. I don't believe it's out of reach. I don't believe it's out of reach. There's a story that in the scripture kept coming to my mind as they were finishing this song in Matthew chapter 8 you can turn there for a moment I'm going to read briefly and then I don't know how long or how short this will be I don't have a single note I told somebody this morning they they came and asked me says pastor where's the scriptures for the 12 o'clock service I said the Lord's got them I guess because <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to listen to what the Lord would say today and uh, you know it's a uh, believe you me you ain't never you won't talk about nerve wracking you wait till you know you're fixed to walk up on the pulpit and trying to figure out Lord what you gonna say but in Matthew chapter 8 Jesus had just finished preaching a tremendous message on the mountain and it says when he was come down from the mountain great multitudes followed him and behold there came a leper and worshipped him saying Lord If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will, be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. I want to tell you today, and you're just going to have to pray for me. We need a touch from the Lord. We need a touch from the Lord. But it's going to take something to get that touch hello let's pray let's pray together Lord we love you today and thank you for your presence thank you for the Holy Ghost we feel in this house today thank you for your word God let us receive it let us be encouraged strengthen us by today in Jesus name hallelujah everyone said amen give the Lord a hand clap of praise tell your neighbor we need a touch we need a touch You can be seated. We need a touch, church. But it's going to take something to get that touch. Jesus did not seek this leper out. Do you think he knew about him? Sure, he did. God in the flesh, he knows who he is. This man lived in a world where Jesus was at. He lived in a time where Jesus was preaching and doing miracles. But the decision for him to be changed was completely up to him. When I see this, uh, I, I think about the great need this man had as a leper. He did not enjoy everything else that everybody else had. He didn't enjoy the human touch because he was a leper. He didn't get to hug his kids. Because he was a leper. He didn't get to live with his, let's say he's married with his wife because he's a leper. He lived with other lepers. He lived outside the city. He lived with a declaration over him, unclean, unclean, unclean. He knew what people thought about it. It wasn't that they just hated him, but they knew he was unclean. And they did not want to touch anything he had touched. They did not want to go where he lived. They did not want to be around him. They definitely did not want him breaking up their revival. Right. Right. But when Jesus came down off that mountain, there was a great multitude. i am tell you something, anything can split a multitude. I'm sure in that day it was a leper. Right. Yeah. And when Jesus came off that mountain, this leper came and he fell down and he worshipped the Lord. Right. Can I tell you something today? that it, you are never too far gone to worship hey this man could write a long list of things he could not enjoy anymore he could really gripe and be be upset and talk about how terrible his life was, the pain that was in his body or the numbness that was in his body, the loss of fingers or toes or his nose or his ears or whatever else had fallen off of him. He could tell you about how it was to, to miss all the family get-togethers and he could write you a book, a sob story of what his life was like. But he was never so far gone that he could not worship the Lord. And let me tell you something, when you can start worshiping, in the middle of your mess when you can start worshiping when things are not going so good when it looks like the list of things is going wrong or bigger than the list of things that's going right when you can worship God things can start turning around if you can just find it somehow in yourself I'll tell you he needed a touch but Jesus wasn't coming to find him he was going to have to find the Lord And he was going to have to go into town where he wasn't welcome. He was going to have to walk in the middle of people where it would be an embarrassment for him to cry out, unclean, unclean. He was going to have to show himself to get a touch. Sometimes we just want to cover up what's wrong and act like everything's all right. Well, let me tell you, you can live in a world where Jesus is. You can live in a world where he's doing miracles and never get nothing. Yeah, for every action, honey, there's a reaction. Let me tell you, when you cry out to God, God's going to be listening. When you reach out to him, he's going to be reaching back. When the praises go up, the blessings come down. Come on. He said, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you'll find. Knock and it'll be open. Every time you do something to get to me, hey, draw nigh to him, he'll draw nigh to you. You don't ever step closer to God that he don't step closer to you. But you've given up. You've settled it in your mind that this will not get better. That's exactly the time that it can get better. When you feel like, there, I can't see no daylight, that's exactly when the light's going to come breaking through. Weeping might endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. It's been a a long, dark night of crying, but the light's about to break through. Oh, I wish I could get somebody that knew that Jesus is going to come through. I wish I could find somebody that feels like that leper. I'm untouchable. I got bad things going on in my life. I got things that won't help. Nobody, the doctor can't fix it. Nobody can help it. But, uh, come on somebody. He wouldn't found Jesus. I don't know if he had... I'm sure he didn't have to touch nobody or push through the crowd when they heard he was coming. I'm sure somebody in the back turned around, and looked and said, Leper! Whew. The only one that didn't run was Jesus. The only one that didn't put his hands up to rebuke was Jesus. The only one that didn't say, Get back was Jesus. Everybody else might say, Get away, stop, get back. But let me tell you, when you won't a miracle. When you want to see something happen, you're gonna to have to do something to get it. Oh, this this lazy age of, of grace plus nothing has taught people to not even pray and seek God. That God, if God wants to heal me, He will. But I'm telling you, we can come boldly before the throne of grace. I can't take nothing from God but I can go boldly before his throne and find help in my time of need. I don't believe I can ever get so bad that I can't get God's attention, that I can't get his help. Honey, we need a touch in this world today, but if we're gonna get it, we're gonna have to do something about it. We gotta quit hoping that we're gonna beat somebody to the water you know, there was a time in, in Scripture where it said there was an angel would come down and trouble that water in that pool, and the first one to step in would get his miracle, get his healing. And there was multitudes of people there that day waiting to go in when Jesus walks into that crowd. And he comes up to one guy, and he said, Will you be made whole? And he's so focused on that pool that he says, I don't have any man, I don't have anybody to help me in the water. Because uh, he thinks that's the only way I'm going to get my healing. But the Lord's trying to say, you've got to start thinking outside that pool, buddy. The one that can heal you is standing right here. What's amazing to me was when he says, rise up, take up your bed and walk, that he does, that nobody else asked for a healing. Because they're all so sure the only way is that water. I don't read about nobody else in that crowd getting healed that day. I'm sure Jesus looked around for a moment. People, this guy had been lame 38 years. Somebody there knew this dude don't walk, but he's walking. I don't see nobody stopping him to ask him how he got it. What happened? Who was it? Focused. This, I'm sure this is the only way it can be. This is the only way it can happen. Let me tell you, we need to start listening to the word of the Lord and realize that he wants to make us whole. Jesus sought this man out, walked into the crowd of all those people. Will you be made whole? Let me ask you, will you be made whole today? Are you willing to let the Lord touch you? Are you ready to do what it takes for God to touch you, to move in your situation? Can you push the plate back for a while and fast? Can you get down on your knees and pray? Can you cry out to God and weep and seek his face? Because I'm going to tell you, sitting in the recliner ain't going to get him. Hello. Pastor, that's tough. Well, it might be tough. But it's the truth. Seek. You know, when you seek something, you start digging through looking for it. You, you gotta, it's something I got to find. Jesus said, you need to find this. But, but a casual glance, that's not seeking just, just rolling in and sitting down, that ain't, see, that ain't seeking. But are you seeking him? This man came and fell and worshiped him. He knew the state he was in. He knew probably what his rotten, stinking flesh smelled like. His skin, his flesh rotting on his body. He's just a, a walking dead man, full of disease, full of sickness. Nobody wanted to be around him. He's all by himself. Can you pray when it's just you? Ain't hey, nothing like having people that'll pray for you. But hey, can you pray when it's just you? Because listen, you the one. What's your motivation for that miracle? Are you desperate enough to, to break the protocol like that guy did? And, and go, go past your comfort zone like that guy did? Let me tell you, I read scripture after scripture, story after story, people who were willing to embarrass themselves, humiliate themselves, do whatever it took to get to Jesus. Woman had an issue of blood. She's unclean, but she pressed through the crowd just so she could touch the hem of his garment, and she was made whole. One woman came in behind Jesus and said the whole city knew she was a sinner, but she came in anyway, crying and weeping, washing his feet with her tears. She didn't care what they said. I've got to get a miracle. Bartimaeus Blind Bartimaeus, sitting begging on the roadside, he lived in the world and he lived in the time where Jesus was healing and doing miracles, and he could decided I'm just going to sit here and listen to the stories and never get nothing, or one day he hears Jesus, that hey what's that commotion coming down the road? He's getting ready. He thinks here comes a crowd. I'm about to get my cup filled up here with some change. No, that's Jesus. I'm, Slinging that cup, throwing that beggar's coat off. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Hey, when you get tired of begging, you'll start crying out to the Lord. When you get tired of living off the scraps, you'll start calling out to the Lord. What's your motivation today for a miracle? Are you are you ready to lift your hands and lift your voice and say, God, here I am. I need a touch. Here I am. If you will, Lord, if you'll do it, here I am. I know I've messed up. I know there's a mess in my life, but if you will, Lord, I'm right here. I want to get better today. I want to be made whole. That kind of of stuff makes people uncomfortable. Hey, shh, Barnabas, chill out, man. Hush, No. (laughs) Hey, shh, come on now, be quiet. We're standing here trying to look good when Jesus walks by, be quiet. Jesus! Get off! Jesus! Hey, buddy, you ain't blind. Hey, buddy, you got a job. Maybe you don't need him but I need him. I'm sorry if I've upset you by getting beside myself, but I'm tired of sitting in the dust. I'm tired of people leading me by the hand. I'm tired of begging for scraps. So I'm going to see if this Jesus has really got what they say he's got. Jesus, our son of David, have mercy on me. Well, that kind of stuff ain't no call for all that nonsense, Pastor. It stopped Jesus. It said, and Jesus stopped. He was going to go by, but he stopped. Tell him to come here. And then they all like, oh, come on, Jesus, won't you be of good comfort? Jesus is calling for you. Jesus, like I've seen every one of y'all, they ain't fooling nobody. What do you want me to do that I might receive my sight, pal? He ain't blind Bartimaeus no more. Right. Got to drop, drop that little adjective. Got to drop that blind part. He's Bartimaeus. I don't know what he went on and did. I don't know, have no idea what occupation he took up. I don't know how the rest of his life turned out, but I do know from that day forth he was not blind. He wanted to touch He needed a touch. There was no eye surgery. There were no glasses for him. There was nothing that could be done to correct that. Only Jesus could do it. He needed a touch, but he had to do something to get it. And this is the day we are in. We need the Lord. But we've got to start crying out. We've got to start seeking his face. It's got to be more than good church and casual services. We've got to start seeking God. We've got to get back to a hunger for God and his ways. I said a couple of years ago in a message the Lord just had laid it on my heart and I said this, made this statement that the time of casual Christianity was over. And I believe that. I believe that if 2020 has shown anything, it's shown who's got a relationship with God and who has a relationship with a church. Yeah? Yeah? It has been a time like no other. It's been terrible. It's been devastating. We've been confused, not knowing what to do. But the one thing that has been constant has been God. And let me tell you, I believe God is getting the church, his people ready for a great revival. I believe there's a time coming where there's going to be signs and wonders and miracles. But I believe right here today in this congregation as individuals that no matter what your situation is today, That God can work in it. That if you'll go to Him, He can answer it. This leper left the leper colony, went to where he heard Jesus was at, and fell down and worshiped. Don't ever look at somebody and think you got no business worshiping God. They might walk in here or fall down in this altar. Pearsons tattoos smelling like alcohol, smelling like weed. They might come in here with all kind of tendencies in their life, perversions in their life. Shame on us if we were to ever look and say, you ain't got no business worshiping the Lord. Don't walk in here worshiping God like you look. Don't walk in here worshiping God like with all the stuff going on in your life. That's exactly the one that needs to be worshiping God. Homeless, whatever. Drug addict, alcoholic, Yeah. yeah, whatever. That's the one that needs to be falling down saying, here I am today. When they get sick of it, they need a place that they can come and be touched by the Lord. Let me tell you, we are his body. We are the church. We are here for that kind of people. And we are here to offer that kind of help. But if we don't believe it can happen, a lot of disappointed people are leaving our church doors every day. But when we believe what we say, that this God is God Almighty. This God is Jesus of Nazareth, healer of all your diseases. He he can break every chain. He can open every door. He can bring you out of the grave, my friend. He can give you a new life. And don't ever think that your mess is too much for Jesus or that it offends him. You know, that you couldn't touch a leper in those days. Not if you wanted to stay clean. And I'm not sure how contagious leprosy was, but it must have been something because they put people way away from them. They didn't want to be around them. But before this man was ever cleansed or ever healed, it says Jesus put his hand on him. Oh, don't touch me yet. Why? You ain't got nothing in your life that bothers me that I can't touch. There ain't nothing that's going on in your life that's so strong I can't touch it or that it will affect me. It's not going to go negative. I'll touch you right there in the middle of your mess, in your uncleanness. In your filth, whatever it is, that's where I will meet you. That's where I will touch you, and you will be whole. Sure, he could have just said, be clean. But instead, he laid his hand on him. Because something this man had missed was human touch. He had missed, how long had it been since anybody else had touched him? That he had felt that comfort? I don't know. But Jesus knows what we need, doesn't he? And Jesus laid his hand on him I will That's what he said He said I will You're so sure that Jesus will say I won't But Jesus said I will And immediately he was cleansed God did what he said he would do We need a touch I told you I didn't know how long I would be But I I feel the Holy Ghost letting me go The music wants to come We're going to get ready We're going to have an altar We're going to baptize this young man Let's stand together I would much rather have a a sermon prepared and waiting and written out sometimes at least for my flesh to be comforted but I know that the Lord wanted somebody to hear this today. We do need a touch. We need a touch, saints, but listen we need to find Jesus. We're going to have to do something to get that touch. I'm not talking about earning your salvation or anything like that. Don't don't, don't think that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. I'm saying through the examples I see in the scripture, when people would fast, God would move. When people would lay a fleece out, God would answer. Yeah. They would pray, God would change things. Sometimes they would just turn and weep and talk to God and he would give them 15 more years to their life change it just like that sometimes he'd reverse death because somebody went and sought him Jairus would have been without a child if he had not went and asked the Lord to come with him my daughter is dying come with me she needs a touch come with me you may have a family member a friend coworker I don't know or maybe even yourself you need that touch they need that touch what will you do to get it how far will you go to get it to get what God's got for you today while she's playing I'm going to open the altars and give you a chance to come find a place to pray if the altars fill up there's enough room between your seats make an altar there at your, at your seat and get down and pray and seek the Lord but I believe God will answer today. I believe God will give you clarity today. I believe God can give you healing and strength today. He's a God that will answer. And if, you're, if you're where if you're where you are where you can do this and, as, and if you're comfortable doing it we're going to do something as we pray together the one thing you'll read in that story and I'm, I, I emphasized it was that Jesus touched him he, he, he had a connection, a touch so if you're next to somebody your husband, wife, somebody you're with why don't you take the hand of somebody touch somebody join your faith to somebody for a moment hallelujah if you're social distancing you're not doing that that's fine you don't have to but if you're comfortable with it take the hand of somebody besides now now agree in faith for that touch come on begin to claim that miracle for that individual begin to speak it into just speak it speak it into existence hallelujah come on maker, that's it come on he will, it. he will do it
1: he will do it he will do
0: it hallelujah he's a way maker
1: he will
2: getting ready for this baptism today can we continue to just bask in the presence of the lord right now what you need god's got it for you today we're getting ready for this baptism but don't don't just shut down i want you to lift your hands all across this building right now if you if you if you don't need it then have faith for somebody else but let's let's find somebody that's praying lay your hands on them stretch your hands toward them god's got the answers god's got healing god's got deliverance let's continue in this vein Even when Was another place in the scripture where the Lord healed several lepers and they went off, but there was one that turned around to praise him for the healing. Could we right now, before we get ready to baptize Lane, could we lift our hands and shout unto God and declare and receive and praise God for the answered prayer today? Our God is a miracle worker. Our God hears His people. Our God responds to faith. Is there anybody that can say, I'm going to praise Him for it. I'm not just going to ask Him and then I do anything. I'm going to praise Him for my healing. I'm going to praise Him for my deliverance. I'm going to praise Him because He's going to make a way when there was no way before. Is there anybody that's thankful? Just, just another just 30 seconds right now. Could you lift your hands? Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Thankfulness. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Blessed be God which hath not turned away my prayer nor his mercy from me. Thank you, Jesus. Clap your hands one more time and just shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Shout unto God for the victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And we got something else to be thankful for right now. that wants to come I know I know Angie's back here but family anybody that wants to come
0: Walden, and uh, man, we are so thankful that God brought this little man into our lives, and every week, man, he would, him and different ones, his kids, they get over there, they dance, and they worship, and he prays, and last week after church, I said, man, what happened to you? He said, I worshiped, and I spoke in tongues. He got the Holy Ghost, yes. and so I said, well, we got a baptism coming in, so today he's going to be baptized, going to complete the new birth. Jesus spoke about in John chapter 3 born of water, born of the spirit the fulfilling of Acts two thirty-eight, the gospel repent be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost so we're thankful that he's following in a long, long, long line of people who have believed the gospel yes. Yes. just one more, God's still doing it amen, yes. let's pray for this young man Lord, we love you today and thank you for Lane. Thank you for bringing him into our lives. Thank you for what he's meant to us, the joy and the hope that he shows and that he brings us. Lord, we ask you today to keep your hand upon him. Lord, continue, Lord, use him for your glory. Let him be a light shining and a witness of your love and mercy in this world today. Keep your hand on him. Keep him safe.
1: He's
0: going for a swim. All right, praise God. Well, a very special day for for him, but a special day for us to witness uh, another precious soul baptized in Jesus' name, just like the Bible says. Amen. Thank you for being with us today. Is anybody else? I see a lot of these people staring. These kids are like, "Hey, man, you ready?" You ready to jump in here, Sully? Not yet? Okay. (laughs) They like to watch it. But but mark my words, one day you're going to come and say, Pastor, I'm ready. Praise God. Well, we love you all so very much. Thank you for being in service with us and worshiping today. Again, all of our visitors, thank you for coming out and, and being with us today. We sure just enjoyed having you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day in Jesus' name.